0: Accountability so hard after weight loss surgery? Are accountability partners and other accountability measures really all that anyway? What's behind your resistance to these accountability tools? How can you put this in perspective to be as successful as possible? Bariatric psychologist Dr. Connie joins me to talk about some of the most frequently used accountability tools and the reasons for resistance. Stay right where you are. You'll likely be surprised.
1: Looking for an easy-to-swallow multivitamin that also smells good instead of vitamin E. Check out the once-a-day easy-to-swallow tablet from ProCare Health with new scent certs. The orange scent inside the bottle makes supplements not only smell better, but taste better, too. It's a whole new way to experience your once-daily vitamin. Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%.
0: Hi, I'm registered dietitian, nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 158. Are you frustrated with all the confusion, all the misinformation when it comes to nutrition, especially bariatric nutrition? Eat this food? No, don't eat that food. Try fasting. Try the keto diet. Heck. Just reset your pouch. It's enough to make you throw up your hands and say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. It matters where you get your nutrition information. When it comes to bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through the nonsense. Let's get the accurate nutrition information you want, you need right now. Simple, actionable strategies that work. I want you to feel well, get out there, do all the things you want to do. And that's why I created Bariatric Surgery Success, just for you. So you're in the right place. I'm glad you're listening. I'd appreciate it if you'd share the podcast with someone you feel would benefit. And if you love it, would you write a review on Apple Podcasts? I'd appreciate that so much. So are you receiving my weekly newsletter, Breaking Down Nutrition? You'll be the first to know about Product specials, tips, the latest podcasts like today's episode with Dr. Connie. You can sign up on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. Well, joining me in the studio is Atlanta based psychologist, Dr. Connie Stapleton. If you're a regular listener, you know that when Dr. Connie comes on this show, she brings her A game every visit. She doesn't hold back. And she shares all her vast experience and the mental health aspect of bariatrics, which is a lot, a lot of great experience that she so freely shares with you. And you can find her links, all the links to her website her books, et cetera, et cetera, as well as her podcast called Barry Aftercare in the show notes. Hello, Dr. Connie. Hello, Doctor
2: Susan. Why does it seem like a long time since I've seen your beautiful face?
0: Oh, I guess we had the holidays (laughs) and everything else going on, right? And here we we are again in a brand new year and almost the end of January. I don't know where it goes. It (laughs)
2: is. I know. It's crazy. But we're glad you're here. Yeah,
0: you too. Thanks. You know, I'm thinking about accountability because with anything in life, you have accountability or you should of some type. And it has great rewards, but research tells us it works and works well. Why then is it so hard after weight loss surgery? What's behind all this resistance to accountability? It's so interesting because exactly what you said, accountability
2: measures, accountability tools are absolutely shown, no question, to really increase a person's Likelihood of meeting and sustaining their goals. So they're very, very helpful, but there's fear behind these, which, if you think about the bariatric population, makes a lot of sense because so many of the people that we are blessed to work with have been through so much. They've tried and they've struggled and they've tried and they've struggled. So there's this fear of I'm afraid to fail. And if I'm looking at what I do or conversely, look at what I'm not doing with these accountability measures, then I feel that sadness and that shame and that, that fear even more. And then on the other hand, there's fear of, well, what if it works? <laughs> fear of success, right? <laughs> yeah, fear of success. I don't know that life. I know the life of this cycle, this continual you know, replaying of gain and lose. I know how to do this. I don't know what waits for me out there. So there is some fear of success, which is also valid.
0: And as I'm listening, I'm hearing you say then that it sounds like fear is an issue for success, but fear is an issue for failure. Talk a little bit more about fear itself here, because it sounds like that's a big part of accountability. It
2: really is, because... Again, if you look at the trajectory and the patterns of a lot of the people that we've worked with, yeah. they've they've felt humiliated, they felt shamed, they felt embarrassed when that didn't work, and then the family and the you know the people who are not great supporters make fun of them or tease them or say, oh yeah, now that and, that's and even the bullying
0: work. that we've talked about, being bullied along the way is all part of this too. Absolutely. And so who wants
2: to face that ever again? And so it's like, I don't even know if I want to try because I'm so afraid of what I might experience. And then there's sometimes it's a mentality thing like, "Ah, those those things don't work. I've tried it before.
0: So it really occurs to me that your motive, the motive behind accountability matters. Are you using accountability for yourself? Are you using it to please mm. others? If so, that's, that's never going to work, right? When we try to please someone else. Talk about that.
2: You know, that is such an important point. And so many people, regardless of what your struggles in life are, are people yes. pleasers. And Ugh. so we do things to get the approval of our parents. And Some people have struggled to, for their parents to accept their weight forevermore. And they've tried forever to lose weight to please mom or to get dad's approval. And if you use accountability because somebody suggests it or because you're trying to please another people, another person, mm-hmm. you know, now you've got only the fears we've talked about, but maybe the fear of letting that person down. Wow. And sometimes that can be a motivating thing, right? I don't yeah, want to let right. them down for sure. to keep sure. going. But for some people, it's like, I just can't bear letting them down again or hearing what they're going to say to me that's going to discourage me again.
0: I mean, it might be a good thing in the beginning to get you going, but I don't see how that kind of motive ever makes you successful because at some point it's it's really, this is really all about you. It isn't about what someone mm-hmm. else thinks about you Positive or negative. Well, we'll be back in a moment and we'll talk more about specific ways to view accountability in a positive, helpful way. Bariatric Surgery Success is thrilled to partner with New Hope Girls, women empowering women. They offer a discount to our community. Code TRANSFORM to save 15% and celebrate our shared commitment to transformation. Shop their beautiful bags at newhopegirls.com. Okay, Dr. Connie, let's get more specific. Because we always love the how-tos, right? The how-tos right. and the what can we do right now? What are mm-hmm. some ways to think about accountability in a positive way instead of this, I'm just doing this for someone else.
2: Yeah, I'd start by asking yourself that question. You know, what is my reason for doing this? And if it is about somebody else, talk through that with a friend or a coach or a mentor or a peer, you know, talk through it because this has to be internally driven. Like I want to succeed for me. And if you're, if you use, like you said, it it can be a good motivating Mm -hmm. tool to start with. I want to please somebody. I want to please somebody. But when the rubber meets the road, if you're not doing this for yourself at some point, then it's not likely to keep you going. So, if right. there's a history of you criticizing yourself, or if you've got a history of cri- being criticized by somebody else, one of the things you can do is to commit to being compassionate towards yourself because you know darn well that if your friend comes to you and says, I'm struggling with following through, or I'm struggling with whatever, you are kind and you are compassionate. You've got to give yourself the same kind of encouragement and compassion and say, you know what? Yes, this is not easy, but I'm Mm -hmm. going to do it because
0: like you, I matter. Like your health, my health
2: is important.
0: I really love that word compassion because I don't think we give ourselves on a day-to-day basis just in life enough grace. And I'll just say grace, compassion, I'm using those words kind of interchangeably, but to say, Hey, it's just okay. Give yourself a little break here. And that compassion for yourself can, can go a long way. And I know that this is all hard to do, whether you're talking about accountability or when you're getting that feedback from someone else, that's not so positive. Then how do you not take this feedback as critical? How do you not take it inside and you know chew on it? How do you not take it as critical or negative and let it affect your relationship with others, especially the one or two or whatever the people are that are saying some things? Yeah, that's a really difficult thing to do because for people who
2: have experienced a lot of criticism along yeah. their journey, right. it's very inter- it becomes very internalized. So now you may have people outside of yourself being critical towards you, and you are likely heaping the criticism upon yourself. So here's now, a way I to Can I jump in? Counter- I want
0: to ask you a question yeah. right here. So it makes me think about something you've said. So you internalize what other people are saying to you, but then... If you're not careful, do you, could you start being critical to yourself because you're bringing in all the criticism from others, and then you just start going, "Well, what the hey, you know, blah 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 blah"? Can yeah. that happen too? And then relationships just really go south.
2: It's almost exactly what happens in every case. You internalize that, and then you start repeating it to yourself because if it happens, especially as you're younger, children don't have the cap- capacity to say. Um, you know, that's not the best skill to use as an adult to criticize your child or your niece or your whomever. And if kids at school are bullying you too, kids get the message, something's wrong with me. And then yeah. that message becomes what they repeat to themselves. And then we've got a whole nother set of issues, but here's how you can use accountability to help overcome that. Find somebody who truly has your best interest at heart. Yeah. And when you start being hard on yourself go to that person and help them help you through this and just have that talk with you. Would you say this to me? Would you say this to so-and-so? How would you deal with them? All right, let me hear you say those same things to yourself. So sometimes we've got to have accountability on many levels, but we have to be willing
0: to seek that help. We have to be willing to try that. And can we, as we do uh, go to people who have our back, can we, I want to say, learn to love <laughs> critical feedback, but can we learn to take in feedback and take in accountability from a, a more positive view so that day to day, it starts to empower us versus breaking us down?
2: Absolutely. And that is that is the natural developmental process of becoming an adult. Mm-hmm. If none of us were wounded along the way, that's how most of us would do it because we learn to say, you know, this person cares about me and they're saying this because they want to see me improve. They want better for me. It's not because I'm a worthless human being or I'm bad or something. Hearing that and feeling that, if that's in the way, it's going to be hard for you to accept feedback, but you can learn. Again, you're likely going to need other people to help you do this. Mm Because you're automatically going to feel attacked or, and in therapy, that's the word I hear a lot. I'm feeling attacked. Well, I think that's a valid word. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not attacking your person. Let's talk about how this information could be of help to you.
0: I like that. So if our listeners are sitting there right now and saying, ooh, I'm really, I'm resistant to accountability for a lot of these reasons. What could they do right now? What one step could they take or two steps could they take? I know they're hearing what you say. Mm -hmm. Are there measurable steps they could do?
2: There are. But again, it it all comes down to how willing are you? So you could journal a letter to yourself. uh, Dear accountability, I'm afraid of you. And these are the reasons I'm afraid of you. And these Mm -hmm. are the things that I am willing to do to become friends with you. And you could... Again, a coach, a therapist, these are not things we can overcome by ourselves. Mm. So you have to be willing to accept help and to hear the feedback and work through the things that are blocking you. It's kind of like if we, if we have this measure up, like hold it like eye level, and this yeah. is where you want to be, and this is how you want to live, and this is what you want to do, but your performance holds your other hand at about chin level. There's a gap. Between (laughs) who you want to be and how you are being and thinking and behaving. So, in that gap are the things we need to address so we can improve. And it's worth it because people who learn to accept feedback as feedback, this is something that may help you. You might want to try this. This doesn't mean you're a bad person or incompetent or the things you've told yourself. They become the highest performance and It's not just in the weight loss journey. It's in whatever you do.
0: So it's really looking at it as a tool in your toolbox from a positive standpoint, instead of seeing it as something where you're just going to get negative feedback, but changing that and saying, I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to use it in a way to help me be better. All right. What haven't you told us? that you want to leave us with today? What When it comes to accountability, when it comes to that resistance and you're, you want to move past that and I like writing this letter idea to accountability, here's why I'm afraid of you. <laughs> what haven't you told us that we need to know today? That everyone who's listening is capable of
2: this. Everyone is capable of doing these things. Everyone is capable of overcoming the negative self-talk. Everyone is capable of learning that I'm not going to let other people's criticism affect my sense of who I am. I can learn to accept feedback and I can learn to implement these things and look for
0: progress and not perfection. You heard it right there from Dr. Connie. Thank you so much, Connie, your time. We so appreciate you and all <laughs> you that you do. And Well, you, you heard it. You can do this. As she said, everyone, everyone. Can do this. So that includes you. You know, you have a great journey ahead of you. You're in the middle of it now. We want it so much to be successful for you because you. Are worth it.
1: Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicaleries LLC, all rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions with which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.